This is Generation Green's Wildflower Project, the podcast that starts conversations to create connections on this journey we're all doing called life. Together, we can grow through what we go through and bloom in spite of it all. So let's be like wildflowers and see where the wind blows us. Hello, and thank you for coming back to the Wildflower Project. I'm your host, Sherry Sobey, and I'm here with my co-host, Pam. Can I say your last name now? Sure. Okay, good. Because <laughs> you guys were being all anonymous before. Oh, no, I don't think okay, we were. Okay, Pam Jansen. And uh, so, hi, Pam. Hi, Sherry. How was your day? It was, it was actually really good. Was it? I had a good day today. Good. Yeah. Mine was yeah. long. And yeah. I, I normally love long days, but for some reason, today just seemed to be extra long and I had so many things I had to do and I kind of felt like a little bit like a dog chasing its tail where I wasn't really getting everything done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, so I have I a lot of like, those days. Yeah. yeah. So the day's been kind of funny. Anyway, so we thought it might be kind of fun. Uh, we're missing our other co-host, uh, Allison here, but... Pam and I thought we would uh, sit down, have a little chat, and kind of interview each other. And uh, maybe this way you can get to know us a little bit better, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, though, we want to know about you, too. So, like, send us a message. Tell us what uh, you want to hear, what you like, what you don't like, all that jazz. So, we each compiled some questions that we're going to kind of shoot at each other here. All right. So, we'll see here. Let's start with... Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, only one? (laughs) (laughs) No, um, drivers that don't use their blinkers are a big one for me. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, I I think that's my biggest one right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a few other, like that, but that's my major one. Actually, we were just talking about this with some of the kids I work with and they noticed that my, I have a little bit of road rage and it's people that don't use their blinkers. Really? Yeah. Huh. See, I'm a pretty calm driver, actually. I just go, like, I can be behind somebody that's going 30, and I'll just keep following along because I'm just relaxed. I'm cruising. That's good. Because you yeah. have bubbles in your glove box, isn't I it? I need <laughs> bubbles in my glove box oh, I still. You some. It's only when you get stuck somewhere, right? With well, the train. Sure. The train. Yeah. yeah. However, bubbles are really, <laughs> and to know about the bubbles, you'd have to listen back. So go back and listen to all the episodes <laughs> until you right. hear about the bubbles. <laughs> All right, so that's your biggest pet yeah. peeves. How about yours? Too bad. What's yours? Mine would be people that throw cigarette butts on <gasps> the street. You're right. Or the that's, sidewalks. Mm, kills I, the birds. Like I can't nests. stand yeah. it. It is littering. And it is like the last... I actually wrote something about this. It's like socially acceptable littering uh, for some reason. That and spitting. Ugh. Too. They're right there together. Like yeah. you're spitting and you're butting out on my earth, on my planet. And I yeah. don't like it. Bugs me. Yeah, that's a big one too. Yeah. Because then birds pick it up and they put it in their nests and that's just so toxic, right? So yeah, that's bad. That's horrible. So don't do that, people. Yeah, really. <laughs> like if you want to do something so disgusting, I don't know, make your own little space and do it. I don't, I, don't, I just don't yeah. understand no, it. No, I get it. That's a big one. Yeah. Okay, your turn. I'm sure we could talk about more oh, pet yeah. peeves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to something more positive. Yes. Okay. So um, the question I have for you is your first job that you've ever had. What was it? My first job was in grade eight at Dairy Queen. 
Oh. It's right next door to my school. Oh, I think I knew this actually. I think uh, I knew this answer. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess it's not technically my because fr- I did deliver newspapers, the Winnipeg Tribune, back in the day, <laughs> long Dating time ago. Now. I know. <laughs> but Dairy Queen is really my first official job, like where I had to go and apply and you know go through an interview process and what have you. And really, he hired me because he liked my smile. The manager. Oh. He said well. that I w- always came in smiling, and uh, he offered me a job just based on my smile that's I think. awesome I know but I really loved it because first of all the owners were super super nice and this is back before they ever had things like hamburgers and hot dogs and all that yeah. stuff so it was all ice cream that was it and so we got to play around and invent different things and uh I know it was a great bunch of people so you know it was a good experience for me and I think it made me really enjoy working and that's when I, I guess I had that as kind of something to compare to mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I had fun there and I was still doing a job. So why can't it be fun? I think that's where that kind oh, of came from. Okay. Yeah. What about you? First job. You're not counting babysitting jobs? I guess. Yeah. It is a job too, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I babysat a lot. Did I remember you? being 12 and babysitting three kids like from... I think six in the morning till six in the evening all summer. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my gosh. For 10 bucks a day. I loved it. Wow. I loved it so much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you were really like meant to be around kids. Yeah. 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 I loved it it, a lot. And that's what you do for a job. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Um, I was a really good babysitter too, actually. I would clean their house for them because yeah. I was such a neat freak already that it was like, oh my gosh, how can you live like this? Yeah. No, it was great. They left me money though for groceries and I did grocery shopping. You did that too, and three kids? I know, and people thought that I was the mother and I was 12 or 13 or 14. I think I did it for three or four summers. It's oh crazy. Cow. But I love the kids. I still wow. see every, one of them once in a while and it's bizarre now because she has three of her own children and it's... It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, see, and I think that that goes to show you though, right? Like you can see how those interests are formed like because you had such a taste of it early on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because the neighbor's kids always came over. So there was two extra kids and I always wanted six kids. Really? Yeah. But you only had two in real life. In real life. In yeah. real life, you had two. Yeah. But that's why you probably have a job like where there's so many kids because yeah, you did, and you've done not even just the job you're doing, like you did so many different after school program yeah. stuff, right? And stuff with uh, the, what is that called? The River East. Um, River East School Division. Thank yeah. you. And then, yeah. And then with continuing ed, continuing like kids yoga ed. and, and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just like your whole circle. Your yeah, whole it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about kids. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. All right. My question now is, who inspires you? Ooh. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Who, ins- who doesn't? Um, you know what? I think it's all how you, like look at things on the daily, right? I think there's so many people that inspire me. Like even today at work, I look at the staff that I work with. They inspire me so much because they're so patient, right? They're, they're dealing with so much crap. Um, so they inspire me. Like today there was one staff, um, and I'm not, I, I don't know if I can say names, but like, she's just, she's just very calm and always gives 110%. And she inspires me, right? Even mm-hmm. though she's going through her own crap. And, um, yeah, so she inspires me, but then I just look at, we also did a project this morning at John Pritchard with, um, 
I have a student working with me from Red River and we did a project at, um, we're, start, we're doing this project and part of it was at John Pritchard this morning and just even those kids, but, and the guidance counselor, like they inspired me, right? Mm-hmm. And just to kind of, it's kind of almost like a reminder of, to me, why I'm doing what I'm doing yeah. and why it's important. Like you're reading these kids answers, but like even just, you know, the, the, the guidance counselor and stuff like that from John Pritchard is amazing. So they, yeah, lots of people inspired me today. Yeah, that's really nice. And I think, yeah, I think that's where you see that easily is in the things that are, I guess, important to you, Mm -hmm. right? When you see that reflecting in somebody and what you're striving for and what you kind of dream about and whatever, and you might already even be doing it, but like you said, it's that reminder about, because we all have good and bad days, even when we're doing what we love, Yeah, right? But it's even like people showing each other kindness, like that inspires me, right? Like it's just... But then again, like today I'm having a really good day and I'm, I think I'm no, you notice that a little bit more if you're having a good day. Totally. And if you're not having a good day, it's maybe harder to look at that or see that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Ask me maybe tomorrow or Friday (laughs) if things could be different, but yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just generally like you guys inspire me, right? Even this whole project inspires me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like I always find I'm really inspired by people that are doing the things that I just can't even imagine how that gets done and or the things that I know I could not possibly do. Mm-hmm. Like even just like recently I had to spend some time um at the hospital because of a family mm-hmm. member being there right. and just watching those people like in the ICU and the level of care that they were giving and and how passionate they were mm-hmm. about it and you know, I like that's inspiring to yeah. me as well, right? Yeah. So absolutely. it's it's those people that do those tough things and those really important things. Um, yeah, I think that's but then also too, like what you said too, like the people that are doing the things that I aspire to be too, um, and want to learn more about and and there's tons of it. Yeah. Oh, there is. Yeah. Like even listening to these podcasts, like I'm I'm inspired by so far everybody that's been on, right? Yeah. Well, I think I actually post that today on Instagram um, where I was saying, like, I just sat back for a second and even some of the people, you know, that I have just recently spoke to, like in the past, however many episodes, you know, just like, wow, you guys are amazing. Mm -hmm. Like you're doing wonderful things. And I think it's so much so because you know, they're doing their soul's work. They're doing what they're meant to be doing like that so far is everybody I'm meeting mm-hmm. right is yeah. that and I really see it clearly uh like it just radiates out of them you can tell how passionate they are and I think it, that's just uh, absolutely amazing so there's so many inspiring people there are yeah and when we, we just have to like think about that for a second and I bet you other people would have the same kind of reaction it's like oh my gosh yeah like that person totally inspires me in that one and not just has to be just one. And I don't automatically go to any public figure or anything like that. I don't go there in my mind. I'm just like, no, I think it could be almost anybody too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I don't even, yeah, that's great to have that. Right. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, even talking to kids and stuff and I love that question, like who inspires you? And then when I read, oh, it's my mom or it's mm-hmm. my aunt who had breast cancer and fought or, you know, or my babysitter, when I was, you know, younger, like, I think that's so cool that there, there's those people that inspire you that are like real life instead of, you know, Kim Kardashian. Sorry, Kim. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like just stuff like that. Totally. Yeah. 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 
All right, your turn now. Okay. Um, this is going to be, <laughs> I don't even, um, yeah, okay, question. Okay. What is something <laughs> that you want to do in the next year that you've never done before? Oh, interesting. That I've never done before. Well, I've never traveled anywhere out of North America. Really? No. Okay, wait. Boops. I went to Mexico once. Okay. okay but go. it wasn't far, right? Like, I mean, I would love to be able to travel to like Europe, I think. So that would be kind of something I'd want to do. The other thing probably is, hmm, I love trying new things. And I sometimes think, oh, I can't do that now, you know, because I'm older or whatever it is, but I really like to have fun. And I think I want to be doing more fun things and more silly things and pole dancing. Like, yeah, like (laughs) pole dancing. God, that's hard to do. Yeah, I I don't know. I, well, I, one of my staff was doing it. Holy mackerel. Like you should have seen the bruises on her and, but it was a workout. I mean, it takes a lot to do yeah, that. I can't imagine. I know yeah. what it is that I would want to do. I always what? forget about this. I'd love to learn. Actually, I have two things. Well, see, That's I had to good. speak for a second. I've always wanted to play piano. Always. Oh. I love the sound of piano music. I love the look of a piano. I could just have one and dust it all the time. I love everything about a piano. And so I would really, really love to learn to play a piano. And then the other thing is, and then why did I just, oh, ballroom dancing. Really? Like salsa dancing and, and the regular ballroom yeah, dancing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, always wanted to do that too. Like cool. I'm a dancing with the stars watcher. Okay. Love it. I like okay. how they can learn and they've never I, danced. I, I could never do that ever. Oh, I think it would be awesome. That's hard. Yeah, but I could do that. I'm up for it. I'm going to do that. We should have an own Canadian version, like a Winnipeg version of dancing yeah. with the stars. <laughs> and who are the stars? I can only you, imagine. You oh, could be, be the, the star. star. <laughs> yeah. This could be fun. I want like rhinestones yeah, for and sure. all that stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, okay. I, oh. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. I know, right? No. Interesting. I love it. I love it. I get excited about all that. Yeah. What about you? Oh, now I want to know. Now oh. I'm going to ask you the same question back. You said we weren't going to do this. I know, um, but we can't help it because then I get curious. You know what's been on my bucket list for a long time? And I I really was kind of reflecting on this is I, I want to write a book. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and I've been really like sitting down and the thing is I don't have a computer. What? Yeah. I don't have a computer that works. So I hand write everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Pen so invest. Invest. Yeah, I know. I like know. seriously, I need a computer. Yeah, if anyone has good deals, I'm trying get to get a laptop because then you yeah, can no, take that's it what with I mean. You, that's right? I would like a laptop. Yeah. yeah, so that that is one thing that I really want to like. Well, that's interesting you said it because that was actually like one of my questions on here is that they say everyone has a book in them, and oh. so what would your book be about? <gasps> so kind of, I have the title and everything. Really, I do, and oh, I had amazing. the idea. When I was divorced, the first house I bought after I got divorced, I lived with my parents for a little bit and then I bought a side by side 
And I remember, and this sounds really bad. I don't smoke anymore, you guys. But, and I never threw my butts out the window, but uh, or on the ground. Um, but I remember, I remember, I don't even know. Maybe we were in the house three days. So we had no furniture. I couldn't afford furniture in the upstairs. And I was super stressed out. And, and it, I was coming out of bankruptcy. So I had nothing like, you know, like my parents had to help me buy a car. Um, yeah. And anyways, I remember lying on the floor, my kids were in bed and I was unpacking boxes and I found a pack of cigarettes. Okay. And I smoked cigarettes. Like I, I, I was lying on the floor with my legs up the window. I ran out of tampons. So I had to wear this big humongous pad that I don't even know where I got it from or where I found it. And I was blowing the cigarette smoke out the window so my kids wouldn't smell the smoke. And I said, I'm going to write a book called Cigarette Cellulites, Cigarette Cellulite and Sanitary Napkins. Because those are the, I was smoking a cigarette. This is, the, that's the first time I noticed cellulite on my legs because my legs were up against the wall and I was just wearing a robe. Yeah. And I, can picture I had it. no tampons. <laughs> <laughs> so this would be a very good book. Really? And I, yeah. And I, and I was, I started journaling about going through my divorce and, yeah. and, you know, the importance of friendships and like just funny snippets of stories when you know you start dating again and the nightmares of that and I even have emails from friends how we compared like why men cheat to cereal and I still have this email that I'm going to put in a chapter because it's hilarious because different people's perspective on things like yeah so it's going to be kind of fun but kind of serious and you know what I mean like I can almost have two chapters now or two books right because that was 20 years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Over yeah. 20 years you ago. You have to write this then. Yeah. Because, I mean, totally, I'm already like relating here and it's amazing because we have so much in common. We do. We don't even, uh, we didn't even know it. Right. Uh, you know, but because I was the same way. I was like single, no money, broke, declared bankruptcy and no furniture. And I'm sleeping on a love seat though, that somebody donated to me. So you can imagine how uncomfortable it was because my son had a single bed. So there really was no fitting me in there as much as I tried to sneak in Mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I remember those. I can relate to that. And it was like, you had to find some, some moments in there, right? Yeah. Like you just had to to just get through them. And, you know, like I was just one of those people that just kept saying, you know what, this is temporary. This is temporary. This is where I'm at, but it's okay. It's okay. And I kept saying that, but then I totally hear what you're saying about, then you get to a point. It's like, maybe I want to have some companionship and maybe I want to get back out there. And holy crap, that's a whole joke itself. It is a joke. It really is. It was, you know, now looking back, it's kind of funny. Oh yeah. It's kind of funny. But I remember going on a date and having like when my parents were maybe watching the kids or whatever. And it's like, okay, this sounds going to be really bad. But it's like, I bring a guy back and, you know, they want a blowjob. Well, I don't even know your last name. Do you know? Can we say that? I don't. <laughs> but it's like. I don't even know your last name. And they're asking you they're, for this. Yeah. And or you like, had those kind get, of dates. Get out of my house. But you know what the cool thing was? Because I lived in a side by side and my neighbor was the neighborhood watch guy. If a car was on my driveway past 10 o'clock, he would come and knock on the oh door. Oh my gosh. He was the best. Oh my gosh. He was the best. Gosh, that because is he hilarious. got so many people out, out of, of my house. Yeah. 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 Okay. I didn't Not have that. Not that I dated a lot. Like that sounds really bad that I didn't. But you know what I mean? Like it was like he, he would know we would have this sign like, yeah, yeah. get get out. Like, yeah. You know. See, I had a lot of people setting me up 
with people. And I always did it that I'm going to meet you this place and make it light. Like I was going to just meet you for coffee or yeah. for a drink. I never want dinner was going to be a second date. Yeah. Because I know in five minutes and I think back then I was like, am I just like so picky or what? Because there would be something right away that I would be like, I cannot tolerate that. There is just no way. It could be a mannerism. It could be just an attitude. It could be. I don't know anything. But don't you find that because we were both married, right? Mm-hmm. Before that you kind of know what you want. Yeah. And I was I almost think that I didn't date enough to to really figure out what I wanted. Yes. No, it's true. Right? So yeah. you're right. Like dating. Yeah. Like I knew what I wanted and you know what I didn't I even at 25, no, I guess I was 28. Yeah. Or 29 or 30, you know when I went back out there, but it was like I knew what I wanted and I knew what I wasn't going to put up with. And you know what? I can say I knew that too. However, then there's times where you get a little bit kind of, I don't know, what is it? Love in your eyes or something like that, where you kind of get this feeling that takes over and you're like, oh, I can just like forget that for a moment. And, but I mean, it usually never works out because you have compromised, but why do you, why do you compromise even though you know what you want or don't want? Like, because mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. I did that. I was like, I'm smarter than that. Okay. I know this. But for some reason, and I was worried about this because I was told that because I grew up in an alcoholic family. So I was, a you know, easy to be like a codependent or whatever. But they, I was told that I could be in a room full of men. I'd pick out the one with the addiction. I'd be attracted to it because it's what I recognized. It's because what I was comfortable with and what I knew. And I was fighting that all the time and not wanting to pick that, but not knowing how not to pick that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, so, I totally know what you mean because so you're you're a, you're a you're a fixer. You're a healer. I'm a fixer. Yes. And you just want everyone to be happy. You're a fixer. I am. Yeah. I am. I get that too. Really? Yeah, absolutely. As much as I see and as much yeah. as I said, no way. I don't want that. I don't yeah. want that. I, I need someone to take care of me. I don't want to keep taking care of everybody else because yeah. that is who I am and who I was and always will be. And so now it's kind of like, you know, learning boundaries is what I learned. Even though I attract that, I still want to make sure that I'm, you know, being able to take care of myself along the way, I suppose. But yeah, it's like a, it's like a flashing neon sign on my forehead. Like pick me because I can handle a lot. <laughs> and I'll fix you. I'll try and to I fix can you, try to fix you. Yeah. 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 It's Absolutely. terrible. That's interesting. Yeah. But so yeah, I can totally relate with that. And I don't know if a lot of people, if we've talked about this or not, how we met, because again, I know we talked about with uh, Pam and my son, Josh dating her daughter, but then it was after her daughter that Josh dated your daughter. And it was, yeah, it's absolutely amazing how we all came together and you two didn't know each other at all. But it's kind of like, yeah, he was this catalyst in bringing Absolutely. us together. So thanks, and, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> but, and it was so, I, I mean, I'm always so proud right now, uh, like when I think about my boys, because I have the three of them, and they've all had some serious relationships. And honestly, it is so hard on me when they break up mm-hmm. because I genuinely love and care for these girls because they're all lovely. They're they're lovely people. And I'm just like, I'm so glad that they 
find these types of girls. Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, I have, and I thought I was going to be having a difficult time with it because I'm so close to my boys and so attached to them. And they would even say they're all mama's boys. But I have been lucky. It's been very, very easy for me. And now they're all single all of a sudden. They are all, all of them. them. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I had all these beautiful girls around that were like beautiful. When I say like, not only were they beautiful in, outside, they were beautiful inside more. Like that's what I see. And I had them around and I was loving every second of it. And now I have no more girls. So I'm, I'm just waiting. But at the same time, I'm trying to be, you know, oh, that's that's good that you realize, you know, that you, you're too young to be in a serious relationship yeah. or you want, like I'm doing all that. Cause I, I totally get it. And I've always said that to them too. Like, you don't even know what you want. You don't know who you're about yet. You're still growing into yourself, but. Yeah. And that's what dating's all about, right? Yeah. Like to figure out what you're, what you want and what you don't want yeah. from a relationship. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. And I want them to continue to experience those things too. And so, yeah, I just said, you know what? Hannah and I, we're going to be here to uh, Hannah, my dog. If she doesn't like a girl, oh my gosh, does she, she won't stop barking at them. Yeah. Other ones, like she's loved the other two girls, but I've had like their girls that are friends even come in and she has not liked some of them. And I don't know why, what it is about Mm. them. But so I think she's a good judge of character. I'm like, just bring them around. She'll tell you right away. Dogs have senses. I have that sense too. (laughs) I believe it. Yeah. No, I can tell. You're very highly intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I'm going to be highly intuitive. No, you, you, you are. And my, when my best friend, Jen, is exactly the same way. Really? She is so highly intuitive and she gets these vibes and I don't get them at all. Really? Oh, I, I am get not vibes a viber. all the time. I don't. You're not a viber. I'm not a viber. <laughs> I don't get him. I, I, I'm just like, oh, la, really? La, la. Yeah. No, oh, no. I get big time vibes. Yeah, no, so does she. And it, it, it amazes me. She goes like, like, yeah, something will happen or will be like even years ago, years ago, she would say that guy is not for you. He's bad news. And I'm like, no, like you, I'm he's, he'll be okay. And I, he'll change. And if he loves me, this is what he'll do. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And she's good. See, and I'm like that. Like when I have someone applying for a position in my store, ah. I do not even care about what's on their resume. Uh, because at first I believe if you have passion, you can learn anything. Okay. If that's what you want to do. The second thing is anybody can put anything on paper. So, um, I actually try instead just to have a conversation. I just want to, I want to know what, what, what are you passionate about? You know, tell me about you and just start a conversation. It could be even be like, Hey, how's the weather today? Like, you know, what do you think about this? Uh, Whatever's going on. I just want to have a conversation because people then start to let down their guard and their true kind of, you can see little pieces of it as they get more and more comfortable. And I see, I I don't know, then I just get a feeling right away. It's like, yeah, you know what? I can invite you in because this is my family here, right? Uh That's how I see it. Uh Like my store is like my home and these are my these are my kids and I need to make sure that you're all going to get along well. And even though I love diversity, I love having so many people with different passions and, and different backgrounds and experiences. And I love how that all blends together just beautifully. And, um, yeah. So is that how you interview? 
then yes so if it's for like a job in like I, I've always tried to empower my staff too, like if they're in management positions, so you can do the interview okay. process, narrow it down for me to, I'll meet the final three. And I just want to have a conversation. That's amazing because yeah. I think that's so important. And I see so many organizations that like, let's say the, the head honchos will interview somebody and I don't understand why, like, for example, um, we hired a new therapist, why is not a, another therapist sitting in on the interview? Because they're all working together. Oh, totally. Right? So, and I remember when I worked for the Rivers Transcona School Division, I had my volunteer staff in helping me pick somebody for their summer. They're the ones that have to work with them all summer, not me. Exactly. Right? So I want their input. Exactly. I want, and I say this all the time, like, regardless of what job you're doing, if you, like, you have to spend more time there than anywhere. And if you're going in or even waking up and going, oh, I got to go there again today. And oh my gosh, you know, like just dreading it. And then when you're there, it's like, oh, I'm not working with that person. Like that would be miserable. And that energy would radiate out. Absolutely. So I don't want, and I feel like I'm not the only one that can feel that energy. So I don't want my customers coming in and having that experience when they just walk in because I feel... I think they will feel it. So I want to make sure I'm creating um, a place that everybody feels comfortable, everybody feels accepted. So whether you're working or you're coming there to shop, eat, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I just want it to be a welcoming, good feeling place. Yeah. So I need all those good energies flowing. Yeah. I even put like different crystals around that keep away negative energy. I don't want that. And I yeah. don't, I've never worried about things like theft because that to me is negative energy, right? I can't control it. If somebody really wants to steal something, they're going to steal it, right? Hopefully it's something they needed, right? That's all That's I can a good think attitude. about. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend my time worrying about it and obsessing about it. I mean, we, we do our due diligence, but if they're stealing it, I'm not even going to get into a fight with them either to try to get it back. I'm not going to expect anybody else to do that. So it's just negative, a waste of energy Mm -hmm. to me. And it would be putting that out. And I believe in that. What you're putting out is what you're going to attract back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, no. Thank you. No, no. No, no. All right. Who's next? Let's see. I I think it's your turn. What did I ask you even? Jeez, I don't even know. I know we kind of got on the topic of relationships. Oh, you were about writing a book. Oh, writing the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's one of the goals. Okay, you're going to do that for sure. Yeah, I I hope to. First, you're going to get a computer. Okay, write that one down. I'm trying to save money, so I'm trying to, yeah. Yeah. Step one. Yeah, so my turn. Yeah, your turn. Mm. How do you like your eggs? Oh, eggs I'm a little touchy on because... I kind of have a sensitivity to them. <laughs> so every once in a while, I'll try it out. And I would have to say it would be poached eggs on top of toast with avocado and crushed chilies. Oh my gosh, Ooh, yes. Like, like, okay, poached, like poached soft. Soft. Yeah. So then it runs and oozes over yeah, yeah, yeah. the avocado. And yeah, and you got to put the crushed chilies on there too. Give it a nice little, mm, mm. yeah. But I can't eat them often because they kind of bug my gut. Oh. So it's Maybe only it's once chilies. in a while. No, it's not the chilies. It's <laughs> eggs in general. Okay. Eggs in general. But I do try to have like once in a while. Um, yeah, once in a while. And I, I don't mind omelets too. Yeah. Yeah, but it would have to be like loaded with like veggies. Not a not a like meat not- in my 
no, I'm not a meat on pizza. I'm not a meat on omelets, nothing like that. Mm. I really shouldn't eat meat either. So I know it's hard, but sometimes. eggs. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you Kay. one. Okay. Oh, best compliment you've ever received. <clears throat> I like this one. Because we don't ever accept compliments well, so we don't like to like let them sit there and yeah, because we're always like, no. You know what? This, yeah, you're right. Okay. This, this one, it was, um, and I don't talk about it very much, but when one of my old colleagues, Stacey Boone, love her, love you, Stace, um, she nominated me for a the YMCA Women of Distinction Award mm-hmm. and I think that was a big compliment absolutely yeah I was just and then just reading letters because she had to get I think three support letters yeah and I think like like it literally made me cry because it was so beautiful so and you know how when you're in that field where you're trying to help and nurture it's in a either you know it's non-profit and there's it's not about the money um just knowing that people can see that that you know Mm-hmm. like other people can see that so I think that was a very big compliment yeah didn't yeah. you win that too I by did the way? not I didn't I didn't win and that's okay just being there with my family my kids were there my parents yeah. were there well I remember your kids just, were making a big deal out of it too so I that's why I thought you'd won yeah, it so no. but even then just them being so proud of you too yeah and it's moment. just it was just cool and hopefully yourself too hopefully you yeah. were proud of yourself yeah and even, I was for and being was, worthy of that yeah and I'm kind of glad I didn't win because I would I would have and I didn't expect to win and I would yeah. have had no speech yeah. <laughs> because it was just like, oh, this and is And you'd cool. be lost for words. I would talk because I didn't know you had to have a speech. <laughs> I would be lost for words. I'm not a good. On, on the, the fly. Thing, on the fly. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like that. I need to think really? about things. Yeah. You're a thinker. Well, I don't know if I'm a thinker. I'm See, just I'm not just, a... I just like let it flow and it sometimes doesn't even make sense what well, I'm well, saying. Exactly. Yeah. And then, then we have a room full of all these people with yeah. amazing women. You want to make sense. Hey, but you are amazing. Well, thank you. You are. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, that's huge, actually. So that was, that was, that was a big one for me. No kidding. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I'm thinking someone said you had nice hair. <laughs> On my legs, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Summer, summer's coming. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Your turn. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite charity you wish more people knew about? Oh, a favorite charity. Well, I don't know if it's like a charity so much as like I'm pretty passionate right now about the work United Way does. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely, you know, because I, I kind of represent them is is Marymount and, and the work that they're doing there because I love how they think about kids and um, the idea that there is no such thing as a bad kid, mm-hmm. right? Kids come from bad environments. There's actually a book like that hey? oh really yeah. And, yeah there's no such thing as a bad kid and it's an excellent book yeah. yeah and so I really I really love like you know they take you know when they started back they they took the kids that nobody like everybody lost hope for kind of thing it was started by Sisters of the Good Shepherd in Montreal mm-hmm. I think and no I know it's true um, <laughs> and you know these are the kids that they were just like these are lost causes kind of thing and they were like no, you know what? The, the, everybody is worthy of care and love. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I think that definitely Marymount is something people maybe don't know enough about and also United Way and how much that they do to, um, you know, 
get funds right. to support all these yeah. different organizations. And there's so many that we don't even realize uh, until maybe you go to use one of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I know even, a, yeah. even at Knowles, we have a sexual abuse treatment center with one staff and it's funded by United Way. Yeah. Which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And Marymount is just like grown tremendously, like with the work that they're doing mm-hmm. uh, as well. And uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what a lot of people don't know is like, that's part of my past too. Like that's where I grew up and where I learned a new normal. And, you know, um, I wasn't a bad kid at all. No. I just came from a bad situation and asked to be put in care actually I was kind of different in that respect I suppose and just realizing I just had these really powerful survival skills I think Mm -hmm. and where the words just came out of my mouth you know when I was in a situation it was just like I'm not going home you need to find me a place to live and uh, so I grew up in Marymount I was there for well when I was 13 till I was 17 and after that I was basically on my own so they really taught me a lot about uh, accountability about, uh, you know, that you always have a choice, right? Mm-hmm. So I took ownership of every decision I made, uh, gave me structure that I never had before. Mm-hmm. And structure made me feel so safe and secure. And I think that's why today I am very structured. I like routine. Um, I, I'm good at being spontaneous and stuff right. too. And I yeah. can alleviate from it, but I definitely appreciate it and 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 understand the importance of it. Um, and uh, yeah, so I owe a lot of who I am today um, when I reflect back. Like yeah. it just, it, was a pivotal moment for me and I don't know who I would have been if I hadn't had that pivot and if I hadn't had these people that just genuinely cared like hugs were so easily given and you know compliments and encouragement and um it's like they just had they were your rah-rah team you know Mm -hmm. like you got this you can do this and encouraging you to discover things about yourself that you didn't discover so I mean I could talk to the cows come home about these types of things Mm -hmm. because I I really I mean that's when I say about being grateful for you know the hard times it's because if I hadn't had that I would not have had that you know that experience so um yeah that's it's interesting, right? If you th- if you look at your life and if you didn't go into ask to go into care, yeah, like how your life would be, I wonder now, yeah. right? Yeah, no, I think I can kind of take a little a little peek into what that would be like. It's mm-hmm. not so um, far fetched for me, like in trying to visualize what it would have been like. Um, I yeah, I, I'm I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful and uh, I'm grateful every day honestly I it's how I start my day I just finished telling somebody about this somebody in my family about this when I open my eyes I say thank you I'm first I'm thank you for hey I'm here another yeah. day yeah yeah um, but I really do try to be fueled and motivated by gratitude because it really is an attitude and it is and I think you are so positive and like all the time yeah, and I right. and I honestly believe that if people would do that a little bit more instead of like you said, oh God, I got to go to work and oh, this, you know, like, why is that guy driving so slow or blah, 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 you know, like all these things, like if we would just look at the positive things, I think we would maybe have a little bit of a different outlook. Yeah. Right. Maybe that is why I, it, 
I do really try to make every day matter, every moment matter. And I'm not a big plan ahead kind of person. I, I really do want to be today in this moment right now. Mm. Um, because, and, and I genuinely like long days. Like when I say, oh boy, it's been a long day Me today. Too. I like long days I too. do because I feel like, you know, that good bang for the buck kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Every moment matters to me. And so I got a lot of moments today. Yeah. And they're all usually quite lovely. So I am. I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. And not to say, I, I guess I don't really ponder too much on the negative stuff because it's like, it doesn't matter to me anymore. You know, it's over. It's done with. I don't look backwards. I'm always looking forwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that that is your little pushes, you know, just moving you forward here a little bit. So there's got to be some of those. It's like, yeah, it just has to happen that way. You can't. Yeah, you can't always have the good days because then if you didn't have the bad how would you appreciate the good right uh yes yeah that's exactly so, mm-hmm. it. without a little rain you don't appreciate the sunshine that's and right. you don't get to reap any of the yeah. of the benefits yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. i like Interesting. that are you from Winnipeg, by the way? I wanted yes. to ask you that. Born, you? born and raised. Born and raised. You're a true. Haven't hanger. even really left North Kildonan. No. Well, just when I lived with roommates and when I went to university, but that's it. Always came back. Where did you North go to Kildonan. university? U of M. Okay, so yeah, you're all the way. Yeah, but here. like that's what I mean. Like to me, Pemina Highway was far. Okay, so I had to move there because it was so far. The other side the of other the side. city, the whole, like a whole twenty minutes that's away. Right. <laughs> so really, eh? You yeah. Just like lived around here all the time. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So would you say then that you're a homebody? Because yeah, that's kind of like you know, you know what? Again, I, again, again, I you know when you talk about like you wonder what would happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I'm like, I always think, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, what if I would have left and gone to school somewhere else? Would I have, you know, like I applied to go to Hawaii to go to school (laughs) because like that's where they had a speech pathology program and I wanted to go into speech pathology, right? Interesting. Um, And then I kind of changed things. And then when I got more into my psych, I wanted to go into do my master's when work with girls that had eating disorders, at that time, it was only girls that had eating disorders, right? Now it's obviously we know that um, it's both males and females that have that, like body dysmorphia, all that. So that that was my passion back then. But then, same thing, like right after I graduated, I got married. Mm-hmm. And then my husband lost his job. So then I quit school so I could, because we had a house and blah, blah, blah. And then boom, I find out I'm pregnant. Yeah. So it was kind of like that went on hold kind of yeah 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 but it all happens for a reason right but then I think too like what if I you know what I dated a guy from Toronto right yeah so and we I tried to move there so what if I would have moved there mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like all these, these yeah it's all different yeah but I'm, I'm glad I'm here I yeah. love I love I love Winnipeg I do too I, really I love it a do. lot yeah I love our seasons like you you were saying that in one of the podcasts I was just listening to this morning and um it is it's beautiful mm-hmm. it's perfect size the people are friendly um I don't know I I really have always appreciated it I I moved around so much as a kid like mm-hmm. I was actually from Ontario mm-hmm. originally and then grew up well for a few years I grew up a few years I lived in Montreal then I was New Brunswick Nova Scotia oh wow we moved a lot and then landed here in Winnipeg and I've been out to the other side too out to the west coast yeah and I don't know it's always something so nice about 
coming back to Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I, I do love the East Coast. Like that would be the most comparable to me to Winnipeg. Okay. okay. Um, like to Nova Scotia. Um, yeah. I really do like the. I think it's the the the, the pace. You know, it's a slower pace. Like. It's not like definitely like, like Toronto, yeah. oh, Vancouver God. could not do so it. So thankful, yeah, that I didn't move there. Like seriously, yeah, every day. I've but gone to visit. The higher spirits, oh. whether it's yeah. a God or whatever, but you know what? Oh boy, yeah. So I always kind of think about that. Like out of all these places, you know, that I kind of went mm-hmm. to, and everything just kept moving. Like obviously, I was meant to do that to get to here. But I just find it interesting. And now I can't even imagine ever leaving here. Like, I'd never have the desire to go anywhere else. Would you have a house somewhere, like, to get away from the winter somewhere? Can you imagine, like, having a winter house and a... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Like, like in Arizona or something like that? Like, somewhere warm? Yeah. No. No. Because I like the seasons. And I've learned to kind of go with the flow of the Mm -hmm. seasons to a certain extent. And I know I like the break winter brings, you know, I like getting cozy. I mm-hmm. like, and, and then fall, I well falls before winter, but fall's actually my favorite yeah, time. I agree. Mine too. Yeah. And then I, there's something nice about and fresh about spring and, mm-hmm. you know, and summer, well, then it's just hot and hot and hot and for a short little bit. And yeah, no, I like it all. Cause yeah. I couldn't have one all the time. No, I, I need them all. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Florida like for Christmas and I, just couldn't enjoy it it didn't feel like christmas to me that doesn't go doesn't go together right palm trees and christmas yeah that no i remember being in, i think 12 or 13 going to hawaii with my parents over christmas and it was like you wake up and my dad and i went on a jog mm-hmm. weird and then it was like where's the presents and they're like this is this is a present and i'm like okay this is weird like i'm jogging with my dad on Christmas morning and there's no presents. Yeah. And it was not that I'm all about the presents, but it was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. We went to a luo, which was great, but you know what? I don't, I would never do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a great time when we went, I remember because my in-laws lived there half the year. Mm -hmm. So we, we, when the kids were little, we would kind of alternate and we would go there. And like my father-in-law was so sweet and actually had my Christmas ornaments brought down because he knew okay, how special they were. Kind of, that's kind of so nice. So we had a tree and I had my ornaments and um, he took us to this place where you walk through. It's like all these Christmas lights, like this really lovely thing. And then we went to the Christmas parade, which was you sit in lawn chairs on the side of the road. Yeah. But it's like Mardi Gras. They're throwing beads off and you yeah. know, you're catching them. The kids were having a great time. So, I mean, he really wanted, you know, yeah. to have a little of that christmas that we're used to i suppose but my ornaments was a really really special touch and i think sure. that kind of just goes with the whole thing it doesn't matter where you have christmas as long as it's with the people that you love are with you yeah right? yeah so but there's something magical about snow at christmas i think that's what it is like i always hope that it's going to snow on christmas eve mm-hmm. because i'm all about the fairy tale i'm such a romantic as far mm-hmm. as the stories of things like that yeah. it's like oh i hope it snows because it's so magical yeah 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 I love that that kind of brings me to my next question is that your favorite holiday like your favorite Christmas yeah is my least favorite okay holidays I don't do well with like traditional family type holidays and I think it goes back to just my past and really those were not fun times like Mm -hmm. I think I had one kind of birthday celebration as a child 
Uh, it was my ninth birthday. I remember it. Happy exactly. birthday, by the way. Oh, yes, I just Couple had days. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and now I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm another year. I did it. You know, another whatever. <laughs> um but, and I try, I really do, especially for my kids' sake. And I did like enjoy some of those when they were younger and stuff, but I, I'm just not a materialistic person mm-hmm. and I'm not into the commercialism, uh, right. commercialism of holiday. Like I don't even like birthday cards. Honestly, I would much rather someone made me a card. Mm-hmm. I make cards for people. Mm-hmm. I won't buy a card um, because these are my words. Those aren't my words. Right. right? So, yeah. or just say it to me tell me how what you would say to me or um so I think that's why I don't like that kind of stuff and I yeah but again I I instead like at Christmas I love the lights I like the magical snowfall stuff I like just the storytelling of things I'd like to hear the history of that and where it came Mm -hmm. or whatever like where it came from like again that's my whole thing about the whole romanticism of of traditions and you know things that are passed on like that but as for and Halloween I always hated it because I had to be a witch so I'm trying to think that was the only costume that I ever was given was a witch costume and it would not have been my choice because I don't I didn't want to be a witch yeah no wasn't fun and yeah what are the other holidays I don't even know what are like like Easter I don't know like Valentine's Day like do you drink green beer on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, you know what? I could get into St. Patrick's Day probably, yeah. and not just for the beer, but again because of the of the the tradition yeah. and the culture involved in it. So, I could get into that one. I got to go check out an Irish pub. Yeah. Um for St. Pa- I'm going to do that. That's on my list. Ooh, yeah. There you go. Something new for next but year. But see, I love I love like costume parties and events like that yeah like murder mystery nights have oh, you ever done that. one of those oh yeah i've done okay. that i love those, those are kinds fun. of things see those to me are just i don't know those are more fun i think than anything there's little things that like if if there was like games being played i love game night yeah me too and nobody in my family likes to play games mm, i'm with you oh, oh. so mm. but when i get with yeah with friends like we've went to across the board have you been there no Oh, you have to go. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. I've done it a couple of times now and it's so fun because I love to laugh. Right. And I love to no, have. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I like to get, again, I like to get silly. Like I would be the one that would go play laser tag with my kids. Right. I like to get silly and be fun like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate when anybody's act your age. Like, oh, oh my gosh. That's what does that even mean? Yes. Yeah. I hate that one. Like how old am I? What am I supposed to act like at this age? Because oh, I don't feel this age or look inside. Like, yeah, you know what? That's a whole topic. This whole ageism thing yes. and getting older and oh yeah, yeah. That let's top. That's a topic. That's a topic in itself. Yeah, yes, for no, sure. I really do believe that because I could go on and on about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So okay. So uh, this will lead me to my next question. Then, like, what starts your fire? What what really gets you revved up? Gets you going? Wow. Okay. You know what it is? You know what? And I, this was, I posted this on my two peaceful warriors thing, but usually when I get a chance to go away with girls, like my, Mm -hmm. my tribe, my, or my best friend, like I, we just came back from, um, I flew to Calgary and we went on a little mini remote road trip, like five different nights in five different places. And, um, that, that usually fuels my fire, but this time it didn't like, I, I was, I was fired up, um, 
actually bought some really good books because we have really good discussions about different things. But um, I came back really restless this mm. time. And like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't good. Like I felt really like, I don't want to say depressed or sad, but I just felt like, frustrated I, like frustrated I felt like I like I who I, who was I like I felt like I just wanted to come out of my skin and and yeah I felt really re restless I think is the word yeah yeah and that I needed a new plan and then um I was just listening to the the podcast this morning and I might get this name wrong because I'm so bad with names um Al is it Allison the Allison Ritchie from the the yeah and you know what the and earth it, and birth. Worker. Yes. And it totally resonated with me because one of the first questions that you asked her was like, like, what are your passions and, and whatever? And she goes, I have a lot of them. And I always thought that was a bad thing. Right. Mm -mm. Because I feel like you put all your eggs in one basket. Right. And be good at something. And I feel like some, I think we've talked about this before, too. But like, I feel like you can't be good at everything. But yet I have so many passions. And why can't I be good at them? Because that's yeah. what I enjoy doing. Yeah. Right. No, so hundred percent. I'm a dibble dabbler. Like yeah. I want to try a little bit about everything and I don't want to be perfect at any of them. Okay. No, I don't, that's not my goal. I just want to try them all. I want to experience right. them all. And I want to, and you know, and I may learn more about it. Like I, I yeah. thought I would be all about like for a while there, I was all into about the moons and the, you know, the tides and all that. I'm going, okay, my brain can't handle this at this time in my life because there's too much other stuff right mm -hmm. but right now it's like all about yoga and trauma and now it's about I'm, I'm the whole we just talked about ageism right like I'm getting all these comments about things and someone even made a comment a few months ago about well why do you have why are you letting your hair go gray like you'd be you'd look younger I'm going I'm 50 uh -huh. who cares Right? It's in style now anyway. Well, it, it, whether it is or it isn't, like, why are you even yes. bringing that up yeah, on a that table? It's actually kind of rude. It is kind of rude, right? Yeah. But it was like, because I'm not, a, I'm not scared to grow older. Like yeah. to me, it's like a, it's a beautiful thing that's happening. And I'm very lucky. Like you said, Hey, thank you that I'm still alive today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, Oh, I, I love the idea of getting older me because too. I feel like I just get smarter and smarter. Right. And, but I still feel young inside. Yeah. Like I don't, I have to really think about it sometimes. Like how old am I again? Because I still feel that, I don't know, that young kind of bearded type person inside mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so I'm not ready to and I, my oldest son really has a hard time being around old people <laughs> so I've promised him I'll never be old <laughs> like I just yeah. won't act old I won't I don't yeah. see how I can be because I'm I don't act my age as it is I'm right. young at heart yeah. and I just hope I'm forever that way so yeah but the outside stuff like if gray and hair and wrinkles like I don't fight that no why you know, not really anyways yeah I use some good lotions but there you go there you go yeah so but the, the feeling the fair I think it's like it's just being around like-minded people and having really good conversations yeah that fuels my fire and when I go to a workshop or something and it it could not even be the whole workshop it could just be a sentence that someone says and that just like you know yeah mind blown right there yeah yeah that's yeah. true I like yeah. that too so Good yeah. One. Good answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you got? I don't know if I have um, that many more. We <laughs> talked about holidays. And I guess like there was things I was going to ask you when like back to your like the first job and things like that. But we could go back to that. But like 
What did you buy with your first paycheck? Oh gosh. Like, do you remember? Oh, well, probably. Like, clothes. why did you get that job? Yeah. Cause like, I had, well, see, that was the thing because in my family, like my mom was on welfare. Right. So I had to buy, if I wanted clothing and I was only had things that the church gave us and it was dresses and I had to go to junior high like that. And I was made fun of. And so that was the reason. Yeah. Okay. Basically it was like, I need to buy clothes so that I can try to fit in. Cause I did not fit in ever um so yeah I think that was what my motivation was it's like I obviously need to get some money to be able to do this Mm -hmm. so because my mom could just pay the bills I suppose Mm -hmm. and that was it but nothing left over see but that's like so hip now like thrifting I know right I know yeah but they weren't the nicest things I didn't really like them yeah and you know what it's like girls can be mean oh girls are so mean they really were. Yeah. The boys still were are. nice to me. The boys were nice to me. And um, so my best friend was a boy. Um, I had a really hard time fitting in with any mm. of those girl groups. Yeah. So it took me a while to uh, figure out how to fit in with women. Mm-hmm. Like I really didn't do it till I was in my 30s. Honestly. Yeah. No, I, I like growing up too, it was I had so many boys. And I couldn't understand why I couldn't go to the sleepovers when they were 10, 11, or 12, right? Because I'm just, I was a tomboy, right? Yeah. But this kind of brings me to another question that I didn't even have on my list. But do you think girls and guys can be friends and not have a sexual relationship? Absolutely. hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. But a lot of people, I would, okay, people that are listening, I would love to know your comments on this one. Like why or why not? Yeah. This no, is a big one. I just one. had this conversation with my middle son and yeah. because He's friends with so many people, guys, girls, you right. name it, and yeah. always has been. My younger son, to a certain extent, I suppose, as well. But my middle son, for sure, because he's my most outgoing, and he, people just love to be around. He loves to be around people. And so he's got a wide circle. And there's always different girls coming around. He's like, Mom, they're just friends. They're just friends. And I'm like, Oh, I really like that girl. Yeah. She's just a friend. Yeah. And we had a conversation because last night he said that he wasn't going out because he was tired. He had the night off work and he was going to rest. And then I see he's gone. And so it's like someone called him up and he's like, Oh, I was just hanging with so-and-so. And it was a girl's name. And I went, Oh, and he goes, mom, it's a friend. Remember girls and guys can be friends. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. So that's all he ever, like he truly believes that. And this is a thing that would have to be respected and understood in a relationship with if he was having one is that, and he's made this very clear. If I'm dating you, then you have to be confident in that relationship. I, I'm, we're choosing each other here, but I am still going to be hanging out with all of these. So he needs someone that's really confident right. in that yeah. and comfortable with it. And he's like, Cause you're not going to be welcome to come along all the time either. And you're not, I'm not going to be checking in. He hates that. Yeah. You have to trust me. That's his number one. Number and that's one. huge. Yeah. Like would your husband be okay if you went out with a guy that let's say he didn't want to go see a movie and this, your guy friend wanted to see the movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt, I, I, I doubt it too. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt it. But I could see that that would be fine. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, I like, I don't understand. Like, I don't think everything has to be sexually based all the time. And even if a guy made a move as a woman, I think we're okay to also set boundaries. Like we have that power to say no. Right. Or to have that conversation. Yeah. Like we're not idiots. Yeah. 
And yeah. I really separate the two a lot. Like I have kind of a little bit of a, a weird way of thinking about relationships, I suppose, because intimacy and friendship, mm-hmm. they don't really like, I don't see intimacy and love the same way. Like, like they don't connect to me if this makes any sense. I, I, companionship is one thing, mm-hmm. right? Friendship mm-hmm. is something. And then you have, I don't know, intimacy to me is something I'm still working on, I suppose, and how those two come together. Because I've always seen that as something that is a controlling thing. So I don't want that to be, because because think about this, okay? So you meet this person and it's really fire and it always starts off that way, right? If you're is. attracted to yeah, them, yeah. then sometimes though, you don't even realize that you're attracted to this other person who maybe you just really connect with, um, like on world things, on life things, on, it's a heart connection. It's a lot different, right? And it's this companionship and it's, caring and whatever but it isn't that fiery Mm -hmm. kind of thing and I don't know how that fiery thing ever turns into that if it does like because it's going to go away at some point usually it's when you have children yeah (laughs) but something happens like it kind of goes like that ebb and flow right ebb and flow yes you know I I don't know really have the yeah I I don't know I think because I I just have a bad kind of thing in my mind about how I've always saw sexuality as power it's a way I I I really do because it's how you attract it's how you sometimes people will um you know they compromise to make the other person happy or they you know or they want something or you know I that's what I kind of have seen it as I suppose okay that's fair it always that formed my way whereas I could have a very very good non-sexual relationship with somebody that just got me that just was like we were thinking the Mm -hmm. same way about things and I would just love that relationship still and it would be a different type of love I think uh I think it's almost I don't know maybe it's nicer maybe oh I you know what I (laughs) I think and you know what um I've had this conversation like even with my friend and she's always been like you have to have that person you can have a mind like a connection with mind mm-hmm. mindful like if you can't have a good conversation yeah yeah see ya. yeah yeah there's then there is no connection no right? really and it, even you know I think I never understood this either it's like the value thing you know the things I value I always thought okay you can have your own interests and I'll have my interests mm-hmm. and hopefully you know somewhere along the way but when your interests don't really match up, it's really hard to jive and find your groove, right? Like it's, it's like, oh, you don't really care about that. Oh, I really, really care about that. So I think you've got to be really mindful about, okay, can they respect that? Right. Maybe is, is the right way. Can I respect what you think and feel about this? Maybe I don't have to do that, but I need to be able to respect it. Yeah. And support. Support. Huge, huge. Huge. Like, Yeah say or I think the other one is that we don't do enough in relationship is encourage people to go after their dreams because we go back to being selfish right well how would that make me feel like I'd be alone here if you went off and all of a sudden did night school and you're working and or maybe you want to go and go to school somewhere else right it's all going back to you and how you'd feel but if you genuinely really loved that person and wanted the best for them, because that's what I see real true love as. Exactly. Right? Then you would be like, 
Sherry, will you marry me? I know, right? (laughs) Because I think that that is huge. It's like everybody has their soul's journey and you've got to allow people to do that. And maybe they're only coming into your life for this moment and you should just be grateful for that moment. Because if you don't, if you try to stop people, I I just don't feel like that's... So if you can't find somebody that's going to support, encourage and remind you remind you about those things that you want to do and are passionate and just be your cheerleader again you need your rah-rah team always and especially I think again like for women especially when we have kids it would be really nice for a partner to even say hey remember when you used to want to do this or remember when you did this or you know what I mean just to because you know there's one activity that I love doing and it's called what's on your plate and you write down all these things that are on your plate like in this you just put a circle on a piece of paper and it's crazy when you write down everything that you do but then you write down around that circle all the things that you don't do anymore that you wish you had time for right mm-hmm. and it's amazing mm-hmm. how if you think about that too right like yeah even going for coffee with friends or like once a month going for lunch or taking a pottery class or, you know, yeah. Wanting to run a marathon or something, right? Like, yeah, yeah, we, it's, I think it's harder. It's hard for women to balance that because we are such givers and kids come first and then the needs of our partner, you know, boom. And then we're too tired. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, we can get easily then go into that lazy mode. And, uh, it was one of those, it was at that group that you were doing that Mm -hmm. woman's group where um I can't even remember her name right Michelle? now. Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. I mean, that was so powerful in what she said about the fact that when it comes to self-care, I mean, a lot of people think, oh, I'm just gonna and I I'm guilty of this too. I'm gonna stay in my pajamas all day and I'm just gonna do and and that's okay once in a while to do that. Yeah. But if that's your go-to self-care, um, like I'm just gonna binge watch Netflix and I'm not really gonna, you know, move on past that. But instead of you were to push yourself, because you're probably, you know, snacking on potato chips or something while you're watching that Netflix binge kind of day, you're not really caring for yourself, right? You're not doing things. And I've always said, oh, it's all about the intention. But I'm going to, I'm going to start challenging myself on that too, because I'll be like, oh, you know what I'm doing? I'm having a do nothing day. And you know, I've said this, right? Mm -hmm. I pick one day a week where I'm doing nothing. I'm not having a plan. And I think sometimes it's just being a bit lazy in my mind, you know? And I like what she said too, is that, you know what? Sometimes I know the best thing that for me is to go do that yoga class, right? Because I know I'm going to feel good afterwards and maybe I'm even going to like, you know, meet a friend after for coffee. And then I'm caring for myself because I need that relationship. And, and so thinking more about that and really pushing yourself a little bit more when it comes to your self-care and how did I even get onto this topic? But anyways, she just totally really made me think twice about that because I always, okay, I'm just going to make myself a cup of tea and I'm going to make a lovely cup of tea and I'm going to relax with it and I'm going to read a book. And like I said, that's okay once in a while to do that. Because or we do all that, you know, between moments. 9 and 1030 and yes. then get up and do something else. But maybe. I, I think don't know. that's the thing. We got to yeah. get up. We got to be living. We got to be pushing. We got to be challenging ourselves. We got to get uncomfortable. And those are all the things that are caring for ourselves. Right. So instead anyways, of I, like stagnating, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
Yeah, totally. And I really, really appreciated her, um, just her, her, her voice in that because mm. it was, it was something different for me to, to hear because I always thought that I was doing it okay. But I thought, no, you know what? I get what she's saying about this. Cause I always thought, you know, self-care was just taking yourself out of the game for a moment, but it's maybe putting yourself in it a mm-hmm. little bit a differently. Little yeah. 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 So and growing. Yeah. Right? And growing. So I know you're reading a a good book right now. What is it? I meant to ask you about it too. Yeah, it's one of the books that we just picked up when Jen and I were on our little road trip and it's called The Soul Searcher's Handbook. Um, It's like the modern girl's guide to the new age world. And it's fun. It's like there's a little quiz and it can tell you what kind of, I don't even know what kind of person you are. I like the woo-woo words. Yeah. Woo-woo. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. What kind of soul searcher are you? So mm. I did I did it. And um, of course, I'm a goddess. Of course. Hello. Of course. <laughs> just kidding. And Sherry's going to do it after. Yes. So we can share that too. But, yeah, because um, you just showed it to me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to have you talk about this yeah, book. Yeah. And it has like really cool, the woohoo factor, woohoo scale which is like different kinds of things, whether you should get a massage or do crystals and all this stuff. And it just gives brief explanations on it. Anyways, it's a really good book by Emma Milden. See, and that is like other ways about self-care. Learning about things is self-care. So again, I think it's just like thinking a little bit more outside of the whole relaxation thing, right? right? It's like, okay, I can be relaxing still because you you want to chill, but maybe I'm going to learn about, yeah, energy work or crystals mm-hmm. or what have you at the same time. And then maybe I will actually apply those things to my life and get into doing these types of self-care rituals, mm-hmm. you know? So there was like another um, podcast that we were actually listening to on our way to Edmonton. Um, oh my gosh. I can't believe like, what's that color that's purple, but it's not purple. <laughs> Violet? Violet? No. Indigo? Indigo. Indigo. Have you heard of that book called The Indigo Child or The Indigo Personality or something like that? Oh, I have to. Now I'm going to screw this up. Um, But man, is it interesting. Hmm. I think it's Indigo. But anyways, I found the book as well. So that's another one. And it's, it's, I'll show it to you as well. And we can talk about that. But it's, I believe that so many, like my children are totally these Indigo children. Mm -hmm. I think you are for Hmm. sure. Um, yeah, it's just super cool. It's a really neat book and huh. podcast if I really? can find it even on here. Yeah. Um, See, I'd like to have those two, the, those kind of meetups after a podcast where, you know, it's kind of like a book club, but yeah. it's more just, even if you didn't have time to read the book, cause that's the only reason why I've never really got into book clubs is cause I don't know if I can commit to reading the whole book because I'm like you where I start one book and then I go on to another book and oh. I want to read a little bit cause I get bored easy. Right. And I, you know what I said, I told Josh, I was going to stop saying the word, right. I say, right. A lot. I don't know why I need, I need confirmation that you get me, that you hear me. I say it a lot. Okay. Anyways, I think it's called indigo children. Indigo. Okay, I think I have heard something about indigo children a long time ago. Yeah, because it's, it's sounding I think, familiar, but I, think I don't the know. The school enough. system was using it to. Um, it's okay. So it's children who are believed to possess special, unusual, and sometimes supernatural traits or abilities. Oh, and you think I have that? Yeah, nice. I do. And then there's like an indigo adult. Um, see, this is like this is uh, some of this is like okay. So questions. You don't like to follow rules. 
No. Yeah, me neither. Mm. You're impatient and simply won't do certain things like stand in, a, in line for very long. Yeah. You have difficulty taking orders from other people. Yeah. Yeah. You find socializing boring unless it's with your own type. Mm-hmm. Um, another question. It takes you a while. Um, okay, you may have a need to do something meaningful with your life. Yeah. And it may take you a while to discover what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, like... Yeah, these wow. are, you're sensitive to chemicals and allergens. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 Holy smokers. You are sometimes seen by friends or family as strange. You yeah. You move places or jobs a lot, subconsciously looking for your place in the world. That Holy is me too, mackerel. because I switch jobs Oh, quite a bit. we get to be indigos. I yes. love it. Okay. And anyways, like, we're listening to this podcast and it was like, what just happened? Like, then we pause, you know, and then we have this discussion, mm-hmm. but it is, it's a really good podcast. Wow. Yeah. But I'll give you the book because yeah. I found the book. Okay. I want to know more about this yes. for sure. But this is the kind of stuff I would like personally. It's like where you get together and you discuss the topics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe there is a book involved and people can kind of quote out the book and it just continues the conversation. But yeah, I never really got into book clubs because it was like, I don't know if I'm going to finish that book and it's like intimidating. I'm going to go in and I'm going to have that whole, I mean, you didn't really read the book, did you? Yeah. I read the back cover. That's how I did my book reports too. Cole's notes. Don't you remember those? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I love having conversations and I love hearing other people's ideas and opinions and uh, perspectives and what have you's and experiences, right? So I would much prefer to have that. So I love, and I'd like to know if anybody else would like to do this too, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always trying to think of different workshop ideas, but sometimes it's just that whole coming together and just supporting and, and talking and sharing. Right. Or yeah. even somebody that knows more about the whole yes. Indigo thing I would because I would love a workshop on that just to yeah you know just to to, to learn more it about just sounds it. so fascinating so mm. mm-hmm. neato yeah neato neato okay, so that's I love my it. that's my reads that's your reads okay so and that was what I had on there was that um uh, do I have anything else here um I had what do you wish you knew more about did I ask you that Mm-mm. no Okay, that, oh, I think geez. that's my last question. You know what, budgeting? Budgeting? Yeah, mm. I'm the worst. Yeah, I'm not great at you that know, either. Um, that's I don't know how to put thing. makeup on. No? I don't actually really care about that, really. <laughs> but I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the brain fascinates me. Uh, like why we do what we do yeah. and why people are scared or not scared to speak their truth. And, you know, I don't know, just behaviors. I don't know. There's lots. I want, yeah. I'd like to know like what, what is it about freaking fear that stops us? Fear. It just bugs the crap out of me. It's like, I can see it there and it's like, you know, what's on the other side of it, but you can't come across. I have, like, I that's have my answer. big one. You have the answer. I, I, I totally know this answer. Stop. And I, 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 yeah. No, I think it's just who you surround yourself with. It's like, we have these these standards or these things that we are supposed to do and not do. And I think society or family or however it is tells us, you know, you, you shouldn't do this because of this. That, that's my that's my opinion. But see, I basically parented myself. So I until I was in, at Marymount, but 
I don't know. I've kind of always wanted to discover things. Like if mm-hmm. somebody says, don't do that, I'm going to test it a oh little bit. Oh my gosh. Totally me too. Okay. Don't tell me what to I, do and not what not to do. Yeah. Like I've always yeah. wanted to test it. So I'm not afraid to find out for myself. I'm not afraid to test the waters a little bit. I'm just afraid to like take the big leap over things sometimes. Do you where, want to talk about what that would mean right now? What or would no? that mean? Like what, like what are you talking about? I'm just talking about like, you know, things that stop you from doing the things you uh, aspire to right. or that you really dream big about right. or envision. You just spend okay. your time envisioning it. For me, it's, it's money. Oh. Like, right? Like, I want to do that whole, uh, what's that trail in Spain where you, let's see, long day again. I'm so brain dead today. Um, trail in Spain. There's like the, oh, you guys, help me. I need a lifeline. <laughs> Call a lifeline. Call a lifeline. I'll, I'll um, ask the, the, the something trail. What's the trail in Spain people want to walk on? Is it walk on, hike on? Okay. I found this on the web for what's the trail in Spain people want to walk on. And it is a It's Camino. like a spirit. Yeah. The Look Camino Trail. Do you like my guy's accent? I do. I do yes. very much so. <laughs> Let's ask him more questions. <laughs> I asked no, him questions. But that, like, like that, I, w- I want to do that. Ah, I've never even heard of it. Oh my, it's like a spiritual, it's like a oh, spiritual. Oh, well, I would want to do that. Yes. Anything that's spiritual, yeah, I want to do Yeah, and it's there. like a trail that you can do. And I think it, oh, I have like friends, parents that have done it. And it, you could take up to 40 days and you end up at this big thing. Or you, 40 you, or, days? I think so. <laughs> like, I think it can be that long. Like if you did so many kilometers a day. Where do you, where do you, but. You walk. How do you? Yeah, I know. But would you camp along the way? You you can you, you can do it different ways. Like you can have someone bring your fly luggage. You in? No, you fly to a certain spot. You yeah. meet your person, yeah. and then let's say you're going to walk 15 kilometers a day. Okay, so then your your stuff would be at this whether it's a hotel or bed and breakfast or whatever. Okay, and you spend a night, and then you the next day same thing. They get your luggage, and or you backpack. Huh. And that's something, but you know what? It's money, right? For that's, me, the fear is money. Like, okay. right? Yeah. Or the lack of money, not the money. Right. But I'm talking about how this year the money will come to me. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It'll Setting flow. The, yeah, it'll flow. It'll flow. Yeah. See, for so, me, I think it's all about, I have such an over, over, I can't even say the word, overwhelming amount of responsibility that I take on or that I feel like I mm-hmm. own. And it's probably not so, but I still always feel that way that being away from anything for a period of time, like I got to make sure everything's running smoothly everywhere kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel responsible to a certain extent. And I think that that stops me a lot of times from doing things and especially like traveling or what have you. Right. Um, It's like, yeah, what if something happened when I was away and they needed me or, you know, and especially with my kids, I mean, it's easier, I guess, as my kids have gotten older and they have their own lives and they're busy and I've had to slowly let them go. So I'm kind of preparing for it, but it's like, am I gonna be able to walk that? Like, I would love to go do that. Yeah. Will I be able to walk it or am I going to be? Well, maybe we'll do a podcast (laughs) from the trail one day. On the the road. road. Yeah. On location. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Like that would be. That would be cool, right? And then we can write it off as a business expense. Exactly. <laughs> That's where the money's going to come. There's so much money coming in. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's too funny. It's going to flow. That's yeah. right. It'll flow. Someone's going to sponsor us. That's right. Okay. Anybody really wants to sponsor <laughs> us to go walk the Camino in Spain, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll or, do it. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. yeah. There are people that get paid to do things that they just want to do. We did that one. I told, I think I told you the story when I went to Brainerd, a friend of mine oh, yes, wrote, yes. like she wrote the free press and said, Hey, there's two of us girls going and can you get some passes for us so we can go in the pits and we can write a story about the female yeah. insights about this race. And it was a blast. So you just got to have a different perspective and find the right person that wants to hear about it. And all right. See, gonna, this is thinking. We have like three old women. Yeah. <laughs> doing this yeah, Just exactly. Kidding. We're not old. Yeah. No, but, no. You know what I mean? I don't know it. But I, we could play that angle. We could. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see how fast <laughs> or how far we can, we can do can it? Go. Yeah. Or yeah. Let's like, conquer Sherry's fear. Help yeah, her out, people. Yeah. I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> I'm afraid. Do you no, have I, I, I don't. I'm yeah. afraid of heights. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid of heights too. Are you? Yeah. 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 That's the only thing. And okay. I'm like, I'm afraid of the dark. Oh yeah, you mentioned that yeah, about like camping. I'm so scared of the dark. Camping. Yeah, I was afraid of the dark when I was younger, but yeah. I'm not anymore. Yeah, no, no, I'm totally scared of the dark. The only thing I don't like snakes, and I don't like ants. Ants, ants, <laughs> like I, little black ants, or just I don't like any ants. Um, they're so tiny that they can slip in anywhere. They can, and I actually put cayenne pepper across my threshold. Oh my because gosh, I don't so want funny. them coming in my house, and. I kind of like start to freak out a little bit because I just envision how many ants there are underneath the ground and they're freaking smart. Those things. They okay. Are. They're and very, they're strong. very strong. Yeah. They're going to take over the world. Ants. Okay? They are building the <laughs> biggest army. That's what I start to envision what's going on under there. You know, the ants come marching <laughs> one by one. Hurrah. <laughs> Oh, God. oh yeah okay it's, it's happening have underground in my head all night now it's underground i know right yeah You're welcome yeah, yeah. welcome <laughs> uh okay well this has been fun and we've probably uh yeah that's kept everybody it's... on the treadmill way too long today <laughs> yeah that's singing that's that's it now yeah that's it <laughs> all right well thanks pam thanks sherry okay until next time everybody uh, you know keep growing keep blooming and uh doing you